Welcome to the Do Hard Things podcast with your host, Jay Teagues. Are you ready to amplify and improve your life? Then you're in the right place. On this podcast, we have unfiltered conversations with inspiring people who take on challenges and are here to share with us their wisdom from their journey. We talk about how doing hard things enable all of us to adequately deal with life struggles and challenges and to ultimately improve the quality of our lives. All right. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the Do Hard Things Weekly Wake Up. I'm Jay Teagues, and I have the wonderful, powerful, fantastic, always happy Angie Petran. How are you doing this morning? I'm good. <laughs> we, we were just sitting here drinking coffee and just kind of yucking it up a little bit and like, oh, we need to probably press uh, record here and get this the party started. Let, let everyone in. <laughs> oh, I'm drinking espresso roast this morning. I have got, um, well, I usually drink uh, my, my Pike's Peak that I make at home, my Starbucks Pike Peak, but uh, uh-huh. I recently found this uh, creamer. I don't know if Flip is listening, but Flip has this Chobani like sweet cream. I can't get it down here where I live in the sticks, but Lacey brought me a bottle of it from uh, Columbia this morning, and I have it uh-huh. in my, it's magical. It is magical. Is it really? Is it, it? Is, it, is, it is quite <laughs> pleasant. Yes. Like it, it is so good. Uh, some, uh-huh. some type of Chobani sweet cream, but it sounds good. It sounds good. Yeah, I'm, I'm oh, over here with my Death Wish coffee this morning. If that'll t- if that tells you what I needed to get get my engines fired up, I've got Death Wish. Isn't that the world's most? Um, isn't that what they claim the world's most Strongest caffeinated coffee? coffee? Strong. I have a bag of it, but I haven't tried it yet. Yeah, yeah. This is the little espresso pods that go in the Keurig. So, oh. first time trying it. Awesome. Well, hey, welcome, welcome back, everybody. And uh, real quick, just some uh, some housekeeping notes. Make sure you smash that subscribe button so you're notified of future episodes. We're on all platforms, so go check us out. We're on the YouTube, we're on Spotify, Apple, everything. And uh, if you uh, if you'd be so kind, if you've gained any value, please do us a huge favor. Go to iTunes, leave us a review. It goes a long way for um, tweaking the algorithm and spreading the word about what we're doing. And uh, share it with a couple of your friends. We're trying to expand our, our reach, and there's no doubt in the the competing world of nonsense out there. We're trying to put a little good in the world. And uh, there's no doubt that this podcast can motivate and inspire others. And had a few messages re- recently of people from out of area, like out like that we don't know, have ran across the podcast and really appreciate it. So that's due to people like you sharing it. So we really appreciate that. This episode is sponsored by Lions Guide. Lions Guide is a growth agency. We empower everyday people to be world-class leaders. We feel that leadership solves most problems, whether it be your organization, family, and self. And, you know, being the one in charge can be overwhelming. Without the right support, you might feel like you're hardly keeping up with demands. You might struggle to staff, retain, maximize your team, find yourself overwhelmed and uh, rather than confident and having a strong peace of mind. It doesn't have to be that way. Lions Guide helps leaders like you gain confidence, accomplish more, and earn personal freedom. We have an online academy, group coaching, one-on-one coaching, organizational workshops. Proud to be a part of uh, as the high-performance development director over there. And you go to lionsguide.com to learn more, lionsguide.com. This episode is also brought to you by UARD, the University of Applied Research and Development, where we help veterans obtain their bachelor or master's degree in emergency management. You can study abroad in New Zealand for a short trip, uh, 10 days, or up to an entire semester. You can use your GI Bill benefits and uh, gain maximum credit for your military service and experience. Non-traditional way to experience New Zealand, get that degree, and uh, get on and 
get into a new exciting career field in emergency management. You can go to doourthingsnation.com, click on the um, next mission project link, or you can go to www.uard.university. Reach out to me directly, and uh, we'll get you squared away and answer any questions that you have. And then finally, do hard things, nation uh, apparel. So you got the do hard things shirt that Angie's wearing. I've got this really cool shirt. Lacey's like, that shirt brings out your eyes. Even comments this morning, it looks and I, I don't think that we have this shirt in store, so i got to confirm with Lacey, but I've got a lot of comments on this. I think this is a one-off. It's a great color. This is a great thing about having a wife that makes clothes. It's like, uh, I need a shirt today, so I'll go down to her. <laughs> She's got her set up in the garage, and I'm like, because sometimes I'm traveling back and forth. And I don't bring a lot of clothes, or I'm, <laughs> I, I might be like, they might be in the wash. I'm like, I need a shirt today, babe. Can you make me one? I like that color, or... And she's like, yeah, I got you. And she prints it real quick. So I think that's what this is, but we probably need oh. to make this one. Uh, I'll ask her if we can get that on the store. We'll, we'll post okay, it yeah, on, the, cool color. on the Facebook. Mm-hmm. So well, anyway, this morning we'll talk about, uh, we're wrapping up Taji, the yeah. Taji 100. And uh, we're about two days away. And this this has become an annual tradition. So if you don't know what Taji is, it's a, it's a virtual event. It happens every February. Uh, it's for... Uh, Team RWB has partnered with uh, Taji, which is a 501c, and they do fundraising, and anyone can participate. It's not it's not a veteran-only event. And it's slowly expanded to where it used to be just run 100 miles in February, now it's cycling and rowing and a bunch of things. And one thing that I've noticed year in and year out is people will start, uh, but they won't finish it. Mm-hmm. And as the month goes on and they're not seeing progress, they start to disappear off social media. You won't even see them. Mm-hmm. And I just want to talk about that for a second because I just want to encourage people to break the habit of quitting. And even if you don't meet the deadline, the specific deadline, I just encourage you to continue to see it through, even if it goes into March or February, because we all have set right. Yeah. And the reason why that's important is what I want to highlight this morning. So um, what, do, what do you think about what, what has your Taji experience been so far for you? Okay, so I finished Taji on Saturday with a half marathon. Uh, my Taji experience two years ago, I started Taji for the, I, I did Taji for the first time, and my intent was to run the, the entire thing um, and just to to kill it. Just so happened the first week into Taji, I pulled my hamstring uh, at uh, hot yoga of all things, and I was devastated. I was like, "Oh my god, I'm never gonna, never gonna." be able to do a hundred miles in February. Like, to get injured in yoga. <laughs> no, Are you supposed to yoga, go to yoga for like injury prevention? <laughs> yes. Yes. That's why I was so, uh, yes. Curse word, curse word, curse word. Um, so I, I, but I was devastated, but I was also doing, uh, I will say I was also doing 75 hard. So I had to get those two 45 minutes in. I knew I had to mm. get them in. And yeah. so, uh, that helped me. I walked the entire Taji the very first year. So two years ago. And then last year, I think I was maybe injured again or something. I don't know. I think I walked half of it. Um, but the, the initial thought was, Oh my God, who can run or walk a hundred miles in 28 days? When you do the math, it's like 3.6 miles a day. And you're like, how can I possibly do this? But then you, I, I had to break it down. I'm like, Oh, the way I'm going to do it is trade out some some time, some phone time, some social media, some screen time, trade out some screen time for some for some outside time. And you can break up that that three point six miles per day into two one point three miles per day. 
1.3 miles, that does not sound daunting at all. I mean, it could sound daunting, right? One mile, if you've never exercised or walked before, yes. But once you get into the groove and the habit and you see one mile generally takes, you know, at a very slow, leisurely pace, 20 minutes, two 20-minute walks a day, and, you, and you're knocking that 100 miles out, right? So long story short, <laughs> I walked the entire thing two years ago. Last year, I walked half of it. This year, I uh, combination walk and run. And I finished it on Saturday, finished strong with a half marathon. And I feel really good. I feel great. I feel accomplished. I'm finishing the month strong. I'm super excited that I stuck to it and, and made time, made it a priority. And I feel really good about myself. Yeah. How, how do you eat an elephant, right? One bite at a time. And that's how you have to take a project like this. You take something like this and you break it down into bite-sized chunks Mm-hmm. And then you put it in your plan and you break it down. You break it down further so it doesn't seem daunting, right? Because the miles add up. And it doesn't really take you that long to crunch out some miles. But if you, I could definitely tell either when people don't finish, it's usually one of two things. One, they got injured or they waited too long and they procrastinated. They didn't break it down. And then it's like, shoot, they got like, oh man, I still got, I still got 90 miles to go. So I'm just going to quit this thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, that's detrimental. It's so detrimental to your confidence. It's more, and it's it's a really bad habit that people have developed. And it's more detrimental than you realize. Yeah, and that's why, I like, for everyone like that's on the Do Our Things Nation team, I'm going to reach out to them and be like, you know what? I you're even if you're not going to make the deadline, cool. But please see it through, even if it takes you like another month or two. Just see yeah. it through. Yeah, see it. You know, and you can also injuries happen, man. Injuries mm. happen. Um, but you've, you've already signed up. You don't have, I mean, like Jay said, just, I think somebody posted and do hard things the other day. They had gotten injured, and, but he said he was going to keep going. I'm like, yeah, dude, just one foot in front of the, I think it was Rex. Just keep yeah. putting one foot in front of the other. Don't give up. Don't stop. And when you, when you complete it, be proud that you stuck it through. You saw it through, be proud, feel proud. It's going to make you feel a lot better. Um, yeah. I, I had a setback during, you know, I, I hit my I hit my head and my neck yeah. and I, got, and I yeah. had the flu shot all at once. So it put me down for about, I was out for about a week. Yeah. And then, so getting back on, I was like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm done. So like today and tomorrow, I got to do nine miles to get mm-hmm. caught up, but I'm going to cross the finish line, come hell or high water. Yeah. Uh, but setbacks happen. It was someone, uh, Patricia Ketchum had mentioned she had a, she had an issue and, and she's trying to play catch up. So mm-hmm. it's, it's part of it, but I just want to encourage people, no matter what, when you, and it, I, this lesson goes with anything that you do. When you set off yeah. to commit to something, I want you to break the habit of not seeing it through. And I want to give a, a couple of tips this morning or considerations to help you think about that. So <clears throat> just realize when you stop something, it can really affect your confidence. And just realize that failure is not, it's not the opposite of success. It's part of success. So when you feel that you have failed, or you feel that due to injury or you, you, you your time management got away from you or life happened, mm-hmm. you know, shake it off um, and just realize it's a natural part of, of the learning and growth process. And it's okay. It's okay. So, but get back up on the horse and, and finish what you started. Um, it enables you to understand, like, it, it's a process of resilience. That's why I like these challenges because, they force you in a controlled environment to do that hard thing. And that develops resilience. And that resilience carries over into life's challenges when life throws things at you. And I think that's probably the most important aspect of this mantra for do hard things. I mean, that's 
that's why it's a life mantra for me is, is because mm-hmm. during times of extreme hardship, when I abusive family growing up, uh, military situations, other just bad things happen, I could always account a time where I pushed through at a cross country race or I finished some other challenge. I saw it through. It gave me that level of confidence and it enabled me to tap in. It wasn't quite the same as this other instance, but I'm like the hardship and the pain and and the seeing it through gave me strength in this current moment. Yes. Which is why I think that these things are so incredibly important. Yeah, absolutely. And that enables you to handle difficult situations better. And then, um, you know, when you see things through to the end, it helps you learn and grow, develop resilience, build that confidence, and it helps you build goals. Um, I think it's important to um, to just realize when you don't see things through, it erodes your confidence. It really does have a bigger effect on you than, than you realize. Um, and a lot of people are, I, I'm noticing more and more people, like, they lack confidence right now mm-hmm. uh, for whatever reason. But every time that you start and you, you and you quit on yourself, like your subconscious keeps score on that. And yeah. uh, it's more detrimental than you realize. So I just urge people, but no matter what, don't d- make sure that you start the right challenges for the right reason. Because a lot of people start these things for FOMO as well. I see FOMO. everyone else doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but don't start something and not see it through. It, it, when, all, when at all possible. Well, I really like how you how you really pointed out that failure is part of success, man. It took me so long to learn that, uh, for so many years to me, failure was a negative. It was just filled with negative connotation. Just, you know, I can't fail or when I fail, people will look at me differently. People will think I'm not strong. People will think that I am not, I don't have the ability to do what I set out to do. Uh, failure was just such a, a bad thing. It was never, I really wish that failure would have been taught to me from an early age that that is part of success. Failure is part of learning. Failure is part of growing. You can't grow and learn unless you fail at things because you're never going to be 100% at anything the first time. You know, you, you look at babies and they're learning to walk and they're constantly falling and tripping and it take. you know, it's a constant, they don't even think about it. They just keep on going, keep on going, keep on going. And so, but for me, for so many years, failure was just such a horrible, horrible thing. So when I failed, then there was this cloud over my head and and my shoulders were really heavy and I was just so embarrassed. And I just almost didn't even want to show my face. Like I would avoid people in public. Like, oh my God, they know I failed. Oh my God. You know, I don't even want to see this person, talk to this person. And I'm sure now I know they did not. (laughs) <laughs> they, they didn't care. You know what I'm saying? And if they did, they were the wrong people to have in my circle. If they looked at me in a negative light due to failure, that's not the type of people I needed to surround myself with. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's just now I see failure as just another stepping stone to success and you got to get back on the, on the horse and keep on going, you know, keep, yeah. keep riding that horse off into the sunset. Um, and, and keep trying new things and trying new ways. So if if all this and saying, if what you're doing for Taji didn't work for the month of February, sit down, reassess, and what can you do to make it work? How can you get these miles in in March to, to complete the challenge, right? Mm. Uh, sit down, reassess. And, and maybe it's not trying to run five miles a day. Maybe it's not trying to run three miles all at once. Maybe it's doing two 
20 minute walks and, and letting those miles slowly add up going out on your lunch break. Um, like I say, you gotta, you gotta figure out what you can trade. There's always room for improvement and growth. There's always something that you're doing. That's not, that's kind of like that mindless activity that you're like, Oh, I just needed to decompress. I just, cause this is what I tell myself when I want to just sit and do nothing and have an excuse. I just need to sit and decompress. Yeah. Sometimes we do, but I'm much better serving myself decompressing if I'm out taking a walk. Hmm. I mean, just let that sink in for a second. You know what I mean? Just reassess, reassess your life, reassess what you're doing and you know, get your family involved, you know, get your friends involved. If, if, if you've got a spouse or you got kids that, you know, they can always benefit from just getting out there and walking and, and, and getting it done. Yeah. My kids have been joining me on walks and it, it's gotten to a point now where like, Phoebe and her sister went out for a walk yesterday without me, which was super cool. You like to see them moving. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so it's a huge win. So it rubs off. It rubs off on those around you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it's, it's been a nice aspect of it. But, you know, what, why? So let me ask you this. When, when you were describing what failure was for you and being in your mm-hmm. head about it, it really does get inflated, right? You really do <sighs> inflate. Uh, and I, it's interesting how the mind works. We've been talking about this a lot in the uh, in the Forge, our, our uh, growth mastermind. Uh, we've been doing a mm-hmm. book uh, review and study on the, on the topic of uh, uh, mindset by Dweck. And it's basically talking about a fixed mindset versus a growth mindset. Mm-hmm. And everything that you described was at a time where you had a fixed mindset, right? When you, yeah. failure can be so incredibly detrimental to your mindset. It leads to feelings of inadequacy, disappointment, frustration. Mm-hmm. You think that everyone around you thinks that you're a loser, and those what we've learned is like those those negative those negative labels like come along with failure when you're in that level of mindset, and it makes you feel like crap mm-hmm. because you're carrying all those labels. Like, well, I suck. I'm a loser. That he's. It's like you start to spiral. Yeah. And, it weighs you down. You inflate. <laughs> like it's so insane that you, that inside voice can inflate something so huge and just really blow it out of proportion in your mind when reality is it's not even like that. <laughs> like it's not even not even close to being like that. Reality is, oh hey, you messed up. Oh hey, you you sucked at something. Oh hey, get better. Don't sit there and wallow in it and and inflate it to the point to where, I mean, I literally would avoid people. I'm like, oh God. And I would turn around and walk the other way. And I'm sure that person was probably like, God, why is she being so weird? <laughs> you know what I mean? But in my mind, I'm like, I'm a failure. They know I'm a failure. I can't even face this person. I uh, When I was in the captain's career course, I had failed a uh, the defense exam. It's, mm-hmm. it's pretty known for being uh, difficult. And I had never failed a military test in my entire career. And I'm going to tell you what, my initial, like, I was so embarrassed. I was so, I mean, I was like, oh my gosh, I am, I am an idiot. How am I going to lead troops? How am I, why am I still here? I I mean, the whole pity party, just, yeah, you know, pull out the violin. And I'm like, okay, okay. I got, I got to knock this shit off. Like, yeah, I got to knock this off. Cause at the end of the day, I have to repass this test or I'm out of the course and uh, that's it for my career. And that was at a time where they were cutting, uh, they were looking for the, the force structure was a little bit big and they're looking for ways to get rid of people. It probably mm-hmm. would have ended my career. So it was just, it was a serious thing. It was like a do or die moment. And this is like a five hour exam. So it, it's, it's a big, it's a big ordeal. Ooh. I, I made myself, I, I had my little pity party and I was really mm-hmm. down on myself for about 24 hours. Then I put like, okay, I'm cutting it off at this time. 
and I'm going to hit the books. And I had five days until I had to go retest. And I worked through every single exercise. I basically made myself a subject matter expert on this topic. And I crushed it. I went from like, a, I don't know, like a 40, 50% to like just completely crushing it. Mm-hmm. And it felt so good to just go back. But ultimately what happened was I made myself a subject matter expert in it. And interestingly enough, when I graduated the course, my very next job was to be a tactics instructor. And a big part of what I was teaching was everything that was on that exam. Uh, wow. And I, it made me it made me far more intelligent on the topic. And I mm-hmm. think I needed that crucible of failure and overcoming it. It gave me a lot of confidence. Yeah. I, yeah. I can learn this material and I can get through it. But man, that was a tough week. Yeah. Well, and that translates that that can translate to anything, really. You know, I uh, I lost a great deal of weight, but I tried for many years unsuccessfully to lose weight. And every time, you know, and it's not an easy thing to do. You know, people think, oh, people like willpower. Uh, we could talk about this. I could talk about this for hours. I, I really don't think it's all a will, willpower thing. However, I do think that um, my quitting on myself multiple times um it, it it really did a number, did a number on my, how I, how I thought about, because I was still stuck in that, that fixed mindset with failure. Uh, but when I finally was able to, to buckle down and, and do what needed to be done, I mean, I'm a completely different person. My brain is just completely different. Uh, and I was able to really come out of that, that fixed mindset. What, what would you attribute that to? If someone's listening to this and they're like, you know what? That sounds like, that sounds like me. How do I break free? How do I how do I get unstuck from this the cycle of quitting and getting down on myself? Maybe it's a weight loss struggle. Maybe it's a variety mm-hmm. of different challenges. Because it, it, no matter what, it's it's all the same. What advice would you give them? Sit down, reassess. Sit down, reassess what you're doing. And if it's not working, don't beat yourself up over it. Just change your game plan up and and try something new. Don't change up the whole entire process all at once. I think that's where a lot of people mess up is, oh, this isn't working. And they just stop everything. And then they go do something else. Nope, 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 nope. Just little, very small changes, right? Look at your process and make small changes and, and tweak it along the way and say, oh, well, this isn't working. Let me try this. Okay. This isn't working. Let me just change this. This isn't working. Let me change this. It's just, it's like when you're when you're running. People ask me all the time, um, "How did you get into running? How do you run so? How do you run so far? How do you run so long?" Because I chunk it up into little little bitty chunks. Like if, when I was out running the half marathon on Saturday, I wasn't thinking the entire time, "I need to get out there and run 13 miles." As I'm running, I'm like, "Oh, I just ran a 5k. Oh, mm. I've got a 5k left. Oh, I've got you know, I when I run, I'm I'm thinking in terms of of much smaller." increments. I chunk it down. I break it down into small things that are easily digestible in the moment for me. And I think that's what you have to do with anything. Yeah. Yeah. Whether that's uh, any type of project at work or anything Mm -hmm. that you're working on, break it down. What are the next five chess moves? Like just like chess, what are the next five moves? Identify what those moves are, but focus on the move at hand. Yeah. Hey, uh, Jay. Oh, oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, when I'm thinking about like running and I'm like, I got to have, I mean, it, it's always kind of tough to start off, but if you're thinking about that the whole way, like looking at your watch and like, oh, I'm only half mile in. This is hard. Like 
it makes for a tough run. And that goes for anything that you're working on. <laughs> well, and I turned off my pace, uh, my pace notification on Saturday, you know, I, and I was just like, listen to, I listened to audiobooks. I listened to, yeah. to Goggins new book. I listened to the, a mindset book. Uh, it was great, <laughs> but yeah, I just didn't focus on the, the bigger task yeah. at hand. Yeah. And so you have to have your goal, right? But you don't have to fixate on the goal to get to the goal. You just really got to set those very small goals within the large goal and tweak the process along the way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Good advice. What were you going to say before I... I was going to say this has nothing to do with anything we're talking about, but look how good my hair looks today. Like today <laughs> is a great hair day. <laughs> looks great. Today's a good Monday. I'm like, hey, this looks really good. <laughs> Nice. All right, I'll take it. <laughs> Looks very nice. How, did you just wake up that way? I did. I did. This is how I wake up. This is this is why Rudy's kept me along for 20-something years. I'm like, boom, hmm. it's magic. That's it awesome. takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of work. Well, anyway. in other news, in, in regards to uh, to finishing uh, marathons, I finish my uh, – tomorrow's my last day in the U.S. Army. I find a lot tomorrow. No, uh no way. Tomorrow's the day. <gasps> Ooh, what do you That's been a marathon. I'm going to record a podcast and talk about it. I'm going to talk about Are my you? career. I'm going to, this could be this week's podcast. I got uh, a list of things like if I could start all over again, or if I could, I, I, a friend of mine, his son just joined the army. I'm like, if I could give some advice or some wisdom to somebody that's just yeah. now joining and they decide to make a career, what would I would like to pass down? So, um, so yeah, uh, that, that's it. And uh, this Saturday we're making, uh, we're taking another, Group of veterans down in New Zealand. So that's going to be, I guess, the way I celebrate. <laughs> yeah. Man. Is coming is, with me on this trip. So I'm excited. That's a great way to celebrate. Yeah. yeah so that's awesome. How are you feeling? Oh, I'm, if I'm honest, I'm, I'm excited. I'm nervous. I'm all up in my feelings. Like, I mean, it really is. It, it's a, yeah. it's a, I've been doing this since I was 17. So if I'm honest, there's a lot of emotion with it. And mm-hmm. I'm, as I noticed, I've, I've had other conversations with other veterans. It's like it's, um, just an interesting time. Like yeah. a lot of reflection, a lot of, uh, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of things lining up, but I'm also uncertain. I'm scared in some yeah. ways, but I know it's all going to work out. I got a good, really good support network of people. Um, I wish I could say it's, it, it has been an easy time, but for me, but it hasn't, I, although I'm excited, mm-hmm. it's also been a difficult season. So, yeah, but it's going to be okay. Like, it will. Um, um, so yeah, that's just true, true, honest feelings are. Yeah, that's honest. So I, um, when I was talking to my friend Craig about it, Craig's been on the podcast a couple of times. He, he put it this way. He's like, it's like you're ending a relationship with the other person doesn't care, <laughs> but you're still, you're still all up in your feelings. And it's been abusive. It's been abusive along the way, but you still love it. You still love them, yeah. <laughs> but they don't care because wow. they're going to continue to move on. I'm like, that's kind of like how it feels. <laughs> no, it's oh my been, God. It's been it's been great. It's been great. So that's a really good analogy, though. I'd never heard that, yeah. and and I've never been in the military, but I've had to to say goodbye to some great chapters in life. And and you're right. right. It is. There's some things that just really do feel like that. Yeah. 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 So it's it's good. But I'm excited. There's a lot of great things lining up, and uh, exciting things for the Do Hard Things podcast apparel mm-hmm. nation. And uh, mm-hmm. so you'll. We're rolling that out soon. So uh, I'm excited about what's what's next. So it gives yeah. me the opportunity to focus. So good deal. All right. Well, um, this is my favorite part of the show where we get to honor and highlight someone that's out there kicking 
kicking, kicking. I gotta be careful on LinkedIn. Kicking hiding, <laughs> kicking butts, kicking right? grass, kicking, kicking up grass, kicking grass. <laughs> it rhymes with grass. Yeah, there you go. Not right. kicking rocks. There we go. This is Vanessa Morales Breshik. She's from Indiana, and okay. uh, I don't. I think I crossed paths with her in another group or through RWB. I know she's pretty active with RWB, but she's been in my newsfeed for a long time and um, in the Do Hard Things Nation. And you can always find her getting after it, positively motivating and inspiring. And uh, I want to recognize her as the Do Hard Things Weekly uh, winner and send her a Do Hard Things shirt. Because every time I see her post, she's talking about her faith. She's crushing it doing something physically active. She's doing something with her family. Mm-hmm. Her, her husband's in the military. Uh, she's been a, a, a big advocate for team red, white, and blue. And just always, you know, being that shining role model, that beacon of light to inspire, motivate others. And she also shares tough days. So she's been someone that um, uh, I, I've never, I've never met, but is someone that stands out on my newsfeed as someone that's always giving some positivity and being a role model. And that's who we want to highlight here on the, the Do Hard Things Weekly Wake Up. So uh, so for that, uh, Vanessa, we just want to honor you and congratulate you. And just thank you for being a role model example for all of us to follow. Thank you, Vanessa. And those shorts are awesome. Death by tacos. She just recently, that uh, photo on the right where she's holding the, the log, like uh-huh. some type of like winter, like Spartan race or whatever. It's pretty cool. Whoa. Uh, but she's always out there getting after it. So pretty, that's awesome. pretty cool. So Vanessa. Keep keep kicking keep kicking grass. <laughs> keep kicking ass. Well, well I'll, I'll, yes, take, I'll assume some. It. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll assume some risk. I don't know if LinkedIn. We got to figure out the LinkedIn algorithm, but yes. All right. Yeah, so, job. aside from that, what else? What else you want to talk about? Uh, I don't know about you, but I'm going to go out there and do something that makes me smile today. What, what do you think you're going to do? You plan that every day, or is it a random? Is it a random thing? Oh no, I just. Even if I'm not doing anything, I just look at someone, lock eyes and smile. And they're like, oh, God, they either smile back and they're like, oh, that's why is she looking at me and smiling like that. Or they just, you know, don't whatever. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Yeah, I feel it's uh, it's uh, it's going to be a good Monday. I'm feeling pretty good this morning. I got my I got my sweet cream coffee and it's uh, time to crush the rest of my day and the week in the palm of my hands. Yes. And uh, I'm gonna this. I'm gonna do something to make somebody smile. And I'm also gonna do nine miles today because I gotta get caught up with my Taji. Is that gonna make you smile? Smile it while is. you're doing it, Jay. Do it. Lacey's Lacey's here with me, and she only has oh, four miles hey. to go. So um, yeah. So I'm excited about finishing that up with her. Right on. Good job. Well, that's it. That's it for today's episode. We appreciate you guys. In the meantime, yeah. keep doing hard things, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Peace. See ya. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the podcast. If you like this podcast, be sure to subscribe so you're notified of future episodes. I would also love to know, what is your takeaway? What what insight did you get from today's episode? You can screenshot this, send it to me on social, post it on social, tag me. And when you share like that, someone else, someone else out there may need to hear this message today. Only 10% of people are engaged in personal growth and development. And uh, there could be a nugget here that could put someone in a positive trajectory. So feel free to share that, tag me in it, send me a direct message, send me an email, let me know what your thoughts are. And you can you can connect with me on all social media. You can send me an email at j at jtx.com. Take a moment, leave a review on iTunes. No matter if you're listening to Spotify or any other platform, 
like iTunes, I guess, is the gold standard for uh, for reviews, and it really goes a long way for uh, the algorithm for people searching for personal growth and development, and it helps us go a long way. Means a lot to me that you took a couple minutes to do them. I, I you know, read through all of them, and you know, it, it just feels good knowing that uh, that this show is impactful. So, if you gain any value, it just has to uh, that you do that. Uh, if you want to level up, you want to take the next step in your personal growth and development. You can go to jteags.com, J-A-Y-T-I-U-G-S.com. We've got a variety of options. we got one-on-one coaching, high-performance coaching through the High Performance Institute, certified high-performance coach. We've got a few different curriculums that I take people through. I also do group coaching. If you have an organization that needs a speaker or you want a live workshop, I can come in and deliver some training to you and your organization. We also have the uh, exclusive Forge Mastermind Group. That is uh, an elite community of like-minded people that are growing together. And uh, we have a weekly call there. And uh, we're going to be rolling out new content for that. And then also we got apparel. So, the uh, you know, we've got to go to dohardthingsapparel.com. Get your Do Hard Things shirt. Show the world that you do hard things. We've got hoodies over there. We've got hats. we got we got stickers. we got patches. A variety of different things. And we've got a, a variety of different models uh, coming out. So, uh, go, go, you can show the world that you do hard things and you can go over there and su- support us that way. That'd be great. So in the meantime, thank you so much for listening. Keep doing hard things. We'll see you guys in the next episode.